Hey, where's your boy Chico Boom coming to you live right here at 94.9 The City in Fort Myers, Florida. And welcome to the Boombox. Real topics, real people, real conversations. We want to motivate you, want to inspire you. We want you to look at life through a different perspective, through the stories of the individuals that we will have on this show. And today, we got a really, really, really special person, a dope person, somebody that I call my friend, Mr. John Cullen. What's up, John? How you doing today, my brother? Hey, Boom. Thank you very much for having me on the show. I'm very honored and uh, humbled to be on your show. Thank you very much. Well, the, the honor and the pleasure is all mine, my brother. Thank you for taking time. I know you're a busy man. And uh, for all my listeners listening out there, uh, the reason I brought John in, because John has a super dope story, man. For all my viewers, as you can see, his physique is crazy. This man is a 60-year-old dealing with Parkinson's disease and nothing, nothing, I mean, nothing slows this man down. He is constantly on the move, constantly doing something, constantly molding him, motivating himself to do more and not let this condition destroy him, man. He has a really dope story, man. I look at your Instagram and it's crazy. You're doing Spartan uh, workouts. You, 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 you're doing runs. You, you, you're bicycling. You're, you're heavy lifting. Uh, John, tell us a little bit about you like um what what got you into working out was it the disease that you know when were you diagnosed tell me a little bit sure about that. sure uh, well I, I think the first thing is I, I i've been athletic all my life boom I, I i've had uh athletic abilities i've done th things like cycling running weightlifting all my life so th that's that is really nothing new i've probably done that for 50 years okay uh, but I was diagnosed with Parkinson's about five years ago when I was 55 years old. Wow. And the, and the way I discovered it was um, I was actually training for a, a bike ride in the Pyrenees. Uh, I was getting ready to ride in the Pyrenees, which is the mountains in France, which is uh, we were going to ride uh, 75 miles a day, climb 10,000 feet on a bicycle. And when That's I started dope. training that spring, I noticed that my right leg was just a little bit off. Wow, so and you knew right then and there something was wrong. Something was off, but I didn't really know what it was. And so I just continued to train. I went, rode the Pyrenees, uh, struggled uh, throughout the entire ride. Uh, there were 13 people on the ride, and I was the last person in every single day. So I knew something was up. And at that point, I went to the doctor after I got back from the Pyrenees and was diagnosed with Parkinson's. Wow. Did you have any other signs before that, though? Was there any sure, shakiness yeah. or, or, or trembles or anything like that? Yeah. For, I think probably for several years before that, I probably had a little di different signs of it, but I didn't really pay attention to it. Uh, like my hands would shake and that kind of stuff after long rides. But I just thought it was being on the bicycle or whatever. I didn't really think it was anything due to Parkinson's. So but those all, are probably early symptoms of the disease. So to everybody listening out there and the viewers watching, uh, Parkinson's disease is was a is a disease that got uh, notoriety from Michael J. Fox. A lot of people they didn't know about sure. Parkinson's disease before Michael J. Fox. He was the most famous person to, to uh, have the disease and deal with the disease, battle with it, um, and he brought light to that disease. Mm -hmm. A lot of people knew nothing about it. I myself didn't know anything about it until uh, hearing about it as a child. Uh, watching Michael J. Fox, and now here you are, and they tell you uh, you have Parkinson's disease. W was Michael J. Fox's first the person that popped in your head when when they told you that? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I I had to kind of cope with the, just the the diagnosis. You know, at right. that time it was kind of like you're kidding me, right? I mean, I'm I'm 55 years old and I now have this this disease I got to cope with. So you're already, already a little familiar with the disease. You already knew what it was. 
I had to kind of go and do some research. I had to kind of figure out what, what it was. But I, I, that, my first reaction was, what do I need to do to overcome it? What do I need to do to, to, to not let this interfere with my life? Because this uh, ultimately uh, messes and tampers with your, your nervous system. Correct. You can't really control it, right? Correct. You become very rigid, very stiff. You, you, you have tremors and those kind of things. My, my biggest uh, sign is that I, you've seen it. I walk slowly. I tend to, I tend to drag my leg a little bit. That's all part of Parkinson's. So it's a central nervous disease. So take me back a little bit. Um, growing up, you were born uh, where? In Virginia? I was born in Quantico, Virginia. My dad was a Marine for 34 years. So wow. uh, I, 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 I will tell you, one of the things that happened when I when I became diagnosed with Parkinson's was I really felt like I, I had prepared all my life for, for this battle. Um, when my when I was a kid, I read all these uh, stories about epic uh, military battles because my dad was in the military. So I read a, a lot of stories about different different battles and those kind of things, and I became obsessed with understanding how people cope with situations where the income where the outcome was in doubt. You know, like like it was life and death, but the outcome was in doubt. And so so I I, I read books, I read stories. You know, I. I I, I became very educated on, on how people dealt with those situations. So when Parkinson occurred to me, it was simply a matter of taking all the things that I had learned throughout my lifetime about, about overcoming obstacles, about, about, um, about not, not letting uh, a situation get you down. And I, and I took that and internalized that in my battle against Parkinson's. Now, did you, was there something like an internal voice that... that, that um, told you to, to do that? Is there something that attracted you for whatever reason, being fate or whatever that said, for some reason yeah. you were attracted to those books and, and kind of preparing yourself for something that you didn't know nothing about? Was right. it something internally, subconsciously? It had to be, you know, I, I, it had to be because when I was diagnosed, basically I was like, all right, bring it, let's go. It's on, you know, that, that's kind of my, my attitude every day with Parkinson's is, Let's go. It's hand, it's hand to hand combat with Parkinson's, in my opinion, every single day. Now, how was your dad with you uh, growing up? Was he pretty tough? Like he was a Marine, thirty five years. I mean, that that couldn't have been easy on its own. That had to be a challenge. You know? and certainly, my dad was a uh, was a Marine. I mean, you know, Marines are definitely uh, they're, they're buttoned down. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So you don't clean your room, you got a PT <laughs> man. Exactly down, right. Some so, <laughs> so he definitely instilled a lot of uh, discipline in me. Right. So you had uh, to get up in the morning. What were some of the things that he'd make you do in the morning? Like, let's say, like, go out there and run, like, make your bed, do some push-ups, like, PT. Like, was there anything, like, crazy that he'd make you do? Like, no, but I, I, no, but he, he, he led by example. I mean, he was, he was the, uh, he was the Marine's Marine, if you, if you, if, if you can imagine the guy. He was in top physical shape, um, did, did everything he needed to do to stay on top of his game. And so I kind of learned from him. Uh, how to stay on top of your game physically? Did, did you guys move around a lot because he was in the Marines? Did yeah, oh yeah. Every three years, we were like on that. the move. We we moved all the time. Every three years, a typical military family. You're up and moving every three years. Now, being that you come from that type of uh, background, that that can either make you or break you, right? So you got uh -huh. some kids that you know they come out and they come out disciplined, they come out right. structured, they come yeah. out successful because of of what the parent uh, installed into them. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's that right. sort of discipline. Excuse me. Um, now, there's other kids, right, that that will break them. You know what I mean? They mm -hmm. want to run away. They want to get away from yeah. that. They don't want to be around that. Well, which one did you fall under? Did you want to get away or did you? Or did that make you and really put structure and discipline behind you? Uh, it, it made me. It really did. It, 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 put, it put discipline. It put structure. And 
honestly, uh, moving every three years, you had to assimilate, you know what I mean? And wherever you were, you had to kind of accept your reality and, 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 and assimilate into that reality. Well, that's, that also has helped me with Parkinson's, right? Because you got to face what you have in front of you and deal with it, you know? So whatever that was, whether you're moving, you know, and whether we were in town, on the base, or, or in a foreign country or whatever, you just had to kind of deal with what you had. So that really helped me from the, from the standpoint when Parkinson's came along. So you, you, you got to travel a lot because of your, your dad moving around and everything, like you say, every three years and stuff like that, adjusting to certain situations. Um, that has obviously helped you adjust with, with this situation, uh, your mobility uh, and whatnot. You used yeah. to be able to just to throw your pants on in the morning, get up and go. Now you had to sort of adjust same thing mentally. You uh-huh. know what I mean? A different situation right. here you are now. You have to learn how to do certain things uh, a lot different now. You probably got to get up earlier now because it takes you longer to get ready. Sure. Is that sort of the case right there? Do you feel like him uh, moving around like that and those mental adjustments has allowed you to uh, helped you in in, in adjusting in, in whatever situation you're in now? Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure about that. I, I I can tell you one thing that uh, I I look at it as a battle. That, that I need to fight every single day, but I don't get wigged out about it if I can't do something. You know right. what I mean? I, I kind of laugh at it because it's a, a, a new discovery every day as, in terms of what I can't do. Right. Um, so, yeah, and I do get up earlier or I do have to allow time to get dressed because it does take a little bit more time to get dressed now and those kind of things. But that's all just part of the game. I mean, and, and I consider it to be just that. You know, it's not, I don't look at it as a death sentence. I don't look at it as something that I got to, you know, be weeping about every single right. day. And, and I want nobody to take pity on me at all because I don't pity myself. Right. And this is, this is about facing what I have to face and dealing with it every single day. So tell me the, the, the average day for you, John. You get up in the morning at what time? Oh, this is on this is on radio. I gotta, I gotta make something up. Well, I'm up at four a.m. Boy, no, no. <laughs> what time do you get up in the morning? Is it like six a.m. Six a.m. Right. You hit the gym. I'm, up, right I'm usually by the gym about eight o'clock. Wow. And how and long I, do you work out for? Uh, well, it depends. If I my trainer probably an hour with my trainer and an hour by myself. So a couple hours at the gym every single day. Wow. I mean, because you ripped, bro. Like oh, like the first time we you. met, like uh-huh. I would have never thought you had Parkinson's. I know you moved a little slow. I thought right. maybe. I don't know. You know, so like up, to take can't your time. <laughs> I just thought this guy just likes to take his time, but I mean, your physique is crazy. You're oh, 60 you. years old, and you're yeah. in way better shape than a lot of people that I know that are 60 or even 50 or 40 or 30. Right. Yeah. Um, do you feel? Does that? Does what, how do you feel about those individuals that, um, for example? You know, they, they complain and they're uh-huh. not happy with themselves, with their physical appearance, yeah. uh, but they do nothing about it. You know what I mean? You got overweight yeah. people, but you go to McDonald's and those are the same people there stuffing their face. Like, yeah. what do, do you do you feel like telling them, hey, man, just shut up. Like, look at me. I'm dealing with Parkinson's. You yeah. know what I mean? Does that does that sort of uh, give you a rage or do you feel sorry for them or do you try to, you know, uh, motivate them? Like, how does that make you feel? Well, I, I try not to judge them. I mean, they, right. they, they, everybody's got to deal with their own what, what they got. Right. Exactly. I mean, as, as far as i'm concerned so i don't look at somebody and say you know you you need to overcome your fatness or your or your out of shapeness like i'm overcoming my parkinson's i i i got my deal they got theirs you just keep on pushing yeah keep on pushing i just i i can't i don't try to get involved with other people's issues like that absolutely well said um now there was a gentleman that uh you met not too long ago at, at my parlor and um he has parkinson's yeah now, come to find out, he 
was a Marine yes. and he was at the same base yeah. where your father was right. where you were. Yeah. Now tell us a little bit about that situation because that, that was an interesting uh, story. You say that because of the base, uh, mm-hmm. the, the, the water that was at this base, yeah. the side effects, uh, Parkinson's was one of them. Right. So what the, the military was doing was uh, they were dumping uh, engine degrees. So, you know, they clean all these um, aircraft engines, you know, jet engines and stuff like that. They were dumping all this degreaser and all these chemicals right into the ground, right near wells that were pulling uh, water, basically, for people to drink and shower and bathe in. Wow. So, and, and, they, and they did this for 20, 30 plus years. The military knew about it at some point, didn't really do anything about it. And so uh, it turned out to be one of the largest water contamination things in the United States right now. Wow. So so this gentleman, I think he could be suffering from Parkinson's because of that water water quality issue. And I know and I, that's got to be what, what caused my Parkinson's because there's nothing in my family that no one else has ever had in my family. Wow. And it's so, crazy. I mean, you, you got your two different individuals. You guys just met a few weeks ago. Right. You know what I mean? And you both, you know, have that military yep. base, you know, in As common. common yeah. and, and that's it. You know, you, right. know, you never met this guy before. You guys were never, you know, yep. raised in the same yep. neighborhood and so forth and so on. And here you guys are battling the same disease mm-hmm. and you know i mean uh both of you are, are are taking it for 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 what it is he's a very positive person too yeah uh you're a positive person uh you you know obviously you're you're, you're self-driven and and you know you're you're, you're physically oh, uh uh in great shape um it, but it's crazy and now the government is, is are they doing anything about it or are they are they compensating you guys for anything or, or, um, or they're just kind of like looking trying to brush it under the under the carpet I think they're doing what the government always does, whatever that happens to be. I mean, you know, they're 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 compensating people for some of their medical expenses and things like that. But, but there's you no, haven't seen anything, and I haven't applied for anything. Honestly, it's just I don't think it'd be worth the hassle from my standpoint. Right. I wasn't in the military. Like this gentleman was in the military, so he's he has other benefits available to him. I was a dependent on the base. My my dad was stationed there. Dependents don't get the same kind of treatment, so. Wow. Now, how's your father's health? Is he all right? Is he, he hasn't dealt with Parkinson's. He right seems now? to be fine. <laughs> yeah. you know, is he still? He's still hanging around. Right? He's, still, yeah. he's still making you PT. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not as much. <laughs> so, so let's fast forward a little bit. So, um, from the base until now, uh, fifty-five years old. They tell you have Parkinson's. You're doing this laps or mile, you know, bicycling around yeah. uh, Paris. Like, what are some of the places you've been at that that you they used to ride your bike through? Oh, I, I've ridden all over. I, I lived on the East Coast of, in Virginia for uh, 10, 15 years. So I, I, I biked up and down the East Coast uh, all over the place. Uh, two, 300-mile bike rides uh, were, were not uncommon. I, I, I used to race for, for actually 10 years. I used to race a bicycle. So and your I was, physique was a lot different. Oh, my God. I was slim. a lot lighter. I was, yeah. a, I was much built much more for running and riding than I, than I'm, than I am today. I don't, I don't run very much anymore, and I don't ride, I don't ride at all. Do you miss it? I, I did it to so at such an extreme level that I don't miss it any. I don't really miss it at all. Like what type of distance did you used to go to? Like seven mile, ten miles, twenty miles. Like, oh, on the on the on the running, I would do anywhere from uh, five to fifteen to a marathon. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever was uh, going on out that's there. That's freaking crazy. Man. Yeah. So that's and and cycling when I was racing, I was riding two hundred fifty miles a week training. So that's a lot of miles on a bicycle every single week. Wow. So I, I don't think I miss it. You know, because I've done so much of it. So you're in a happy place now. I'm in a really good place. I'm in a really excellent spot. 
So now uh, you, you don't do the bicycling no more, obviously. Yeah. You get into this, uh, you know, CrossFit. You've been working out yeah. uh, for the last five years. Obviously, it's a huge difference in your in your physique now from uh, then. But um, what are some of the things, what are other things that you do to deal with, with Parkinson's? Obviously, this is, you know, having a great effect on you. Um, yeah. And now we were just talking earlier. Um, before the show, and you were telling me that you were doing a certain type of workout yeah. uh, prior. Now you're doing a, uh, you try to kind of yeah. changed up your routine a little bit. Now you're doing a lot of heavy lifting. I'm looking on you on Instagram, like you're what? What are you lifting right now? You had chains and oh, yeah. uh, 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 plates on there, like uh, it looked like it was like a thousand pounds on those things, man. What, yeah, are, you, what I, are you lifting? I, I, I'm just I, I'm now doing power lifting, power which lifting. is basically squat, deadlift. And bench press. Now, why did you change from the CrossFit you know, to to? Pa- part of it was as Parkinson's tend to uh, tends to advance, it becomes harder for me to do some of those coordinated moves like a snatch, clean, those kind of things. I I, I don't have the coordinated effort to do those anymore. I just right. don't. I mean, I don't have that ability. So, I, I want I wanted to continue to lift weights, and I want to do something different. And, and I actually am finding that this powerlifting, it's a heavy lifting is actually helping my Parkinson's. I feel like my, I'm stronger, uh, I'm less rigid, I'm more upright. It seems to be the, the, the key right now. Well, for you know people that don't know you, I mean, obviously I do, so I see the difference. I mean, you came in um, yeah. after after powerlifting, and uh, you seem to have more energy. You you mm-hmm. you you're talking faster. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. When you were doing CrossFit, it was you know you're talking a lot slower. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm seeing you a little more energized now. Yeah. Uh, well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. I don't want to disparage CrossFitters. No, no, I not. It, it, it has nothing to do with that. I think it just. We're not. We're, we're just talking right, about yeah, you and the right, effect it's yeah. having on you. Right. You know, every everybody's different, yeah. right? Um, but you look great. You look great and you look you look great doing it but i also see you involved in in spartan races and i feel like you really tell me about the boot i'm looking at those vid uh pictures on instagram yeah i'm pulling them up right now and you had a boot on yeah while you were doing crossfit like were you injured what what was that about last year i blew out my achilles tendon and you still february uh well i i blew out my tendon and then i I got out of the boot at the end of April and then started Spartan racing in June. Wow. So, but if we can just stop on the Spartan race, again, the reason I do things like Spartan racing is, uh, it's hard for me with, I can't, I'm not as coordinated on some of these uh, obstacles. Right. But, but part of the reason I do that is because I, w- I want to be in a situation where the, the outcome is in doubt. I'm not sure I can finish these races. Right. You know what I mean? But I still do them. And I want to be put in a situation where I have to get through it. I have to make it through, you know what I mean. So I, that's why I love doing these Spartan races because I'm not a Spartan racer. For all the at all. everybody listening right now, go to Cullen C U L L E N underscore one and follow uh, my friend John Cullen here, so you can see kind of pictures of before and after and what he looks like. Uh, if you're not watching this on YouTube, everybody listening. Uh, I mean, the, the, it's intense. I mean, you do you do wall climbing, you do uh, uh, lifting, you do running. Right. Like you're like, uh, you know, like the Terminator. You know what I mean? Yeah. You you are really out there getting it. No excuses. You don't believe yeah. in excuses, do you, John? No, I don't. I, 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 I'm not going to use my my disability as a as a crutch. That's just not me. That's not who I am. Does that uh, frustrate you when people do use uh, excuses for certain things, like? They just, uh, you know, I can't, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. They use that word a lot. And yeah. you're obviously somebody yeah. that's proven that you can. I, 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 it doesn't frustrate me, but I feel bad for them because right. obviously they're in this, this, uh, they're in this headset that says I can't, 
I can't do it and I, and I, and I don't want to try it. Do you feel like it's a mental thing? Yeah, I think it is. I think it is definitely. I think these people have, it it depends, you know, they may not have been athletic all their life. I mean, to, to me, I didn't have to stop being athletic. Now they may have to start even like walking around and that kind of stuff that they're not doing. So I don't know. I think, I think mostly it's mental. What are your goals for the next, uh, five years? You know, you've been dealing with for five years now. What are are some of your goals for the next five years? So one of the things I want to investigate this year is it's called DBS, which is deep brain stimulation. They actually put electrodes in your brain. Oh, wow. And, uh, how does that work? Uh, I'm going to find out, (laughs) (laughs) but I I think what they're going to do is they're going to put, they, they put a like, they, this is a very successful process. I mean, it's, it's been repeatable. They put electrodes in your brain and they, they, they fire those electrodes and it, and it overcomes a lot of the Parkinson's issues like rigidity, stiffness, slowness. So I want to investigate that. And within the next 12 to 24 months, I want to go do it. Wow. And where do they do that at? Is that like a uh, clinic you got to go to? Well, I, I, I've got a name of a doctor in Miami. Miami, so I'm going to so try to go see him. And is see. that something relatively new that they just come out with? No, developing? I think it's been around for for several years. But it's uh, I, I had a friend who did it, and the results were phenomenal. He went from being rigid like you've seen me right. to, to being like riding a skateboard again. I mean, What are the I'm, side effects of it? I mean, I got to have some crazy side effects. You're dealing with your brain over there. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure there's any side effects. I think there's more. Um, it can't be any worse than a microwave, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I guess I, I, I gotta know what the side, I don't know what the side effects are. I think at some point it wears off, you know, like they, they, they do it. And then five years later, it doesn't work. Okay. I think because your your Parkinson's. It was like Rogaine almost. You got to keep using it. <laughs> <laughs> come up with something else. My, if you don't use yeah. it, you know. Yeah. So, my philosophy is I like it. If I do it, they'll have something else in five years. So you, we talked about, um, you know, why were you at the parlor and whatnot? And uh, you told me you don't like the, dealing with the medications. Right. You don't like it. Yeah. What What are the side effects of the medication? Like you, you don't. Oh. I don't. You're not like shaky. And, no, no, and, no, no, and, no, and no. Nothing like no, that. Like no. if anybody saw, met, knew you, or saw you, or whatever, yeah. you just, you know, your mobility's a little slower, but you're not all shaky and mm-hmm. trembling and nothing like that. Right. I don't have the tremble. Is as that much. something that the the medicine calms down? Is it trembles? Uh, it can Some of the medication can actually cause it to be a little bit worse. Wow! Uh, like uh, you know, when you see Michael J. Fox really, sh- you know, moving around like he's moving, that's really actually the medication where it's 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 affecting him that badly. So, so some of the meds can be can cause that kind of. So that when you see him movement. shaking like that, you know he's on he's meds on he's on his meds, right? Um, but the one medication I was on last year, which I'm no longer on, it was uh, it it it, it caused uh, a lot of um what I would consider to be uh, borderline behaviors. I mean, it, 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 uh, like it can, uh, it can cause problem gambling. Really? Uh, sexual addictions. Yeah, all this kind of crazy stuff. That These are it, side effects of the, side of the, of the effects medication. Of the medication, right. So, so it kind of like unstables you mentally. It, it, may, it makes you, yeah, much more risk tolerant of, of highly risky things like, you know, going and betting all your money in Vegas or, wow. you know, getting and that's the crazy thing about medication. It's like, okay, we're going to attack this one right, thing. Right, exactly. Gonna, you're going to have 35 other things <laughs> right, yeah. that you're going to have to deal with. Right, so yeah. we'll take we'll take away the, you know, we'll right. calm your Parkinson's, but you're going to be a sex addict <laughs> exactly, with a gambling right. problem. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's, that's, sounds good to yeah, me. Yeah, right. sounds good to me. Let's, <laughs> let's do it. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so you know, it's, oh, and, and that's the thing with these pharmaceutical companies. Right. It's like they, they, yeah. they take away one problem and give you uh, more, 30, right? yeah. 30 more problems so now you're you're a sex offender and you're yeah. dead broke you know what <laughs> exactly. I mean? so, 
I saw him off that medication, by the way. <laughs> yeah. John's <laughs> not I ran, taking I, that medication, guys. He's not taking that medication. He is off those meds. He's yeah. not gambling. He's not out there uh, uh, being funny. a sex addict or anything. Uh, how about marijuana? How do you feel about marijuana? I mean, mar- we're here in the state of Florida. Marijuana yeah. is legal for medical use, obviously. Yeah. Um, a lot of states um, mm-hmm. have have legalized it, Colorado, uh, California, and so many other. But here yeah. we are, Florida. I didn't see it coming this fast that they would um, legalize it, but they did, yeah. and it's been working great for some people. Mm-hmm. And other people say that um, you know they don't they don't have no use in it. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, some people that they, you know they were really happy and rushing to get their medical cards. Other people choose it uh, not to go through 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 that route. You know what I mean? How do you feel? about marijuana when your condition uh let's say parkinson's so i i i use marijuana uh i use cbd oil i use the marijuana i, I smoke the vape the vape pens periodically i i haven't found that it does much for me but i you know maybe i'm just not looking at the the results correctly I, it actually does more for pain i mean, i feel like when i'm smoking marijuana i don't hurt as much but that's just you know that's that's different than the parkinson's i I suppose it causes some people to be relieved. I haven't noticed anything. So me. people over there using every little excuse. I can't sleep. I need weed. I can't do. That. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can't walk. I need weed. I, I got glaucoma. I yeah, I got glaucoma. I need smoke. Arthritis. Right. I got to smoke. Right. And here you are with Parkinson. You're saying, "Hey, man, look. I don't know what it does. Yeah. I mean, a little bit for the pain, but other than that, it doesn't help mm. with the shakes or anything like that." I tell you, um, I'd rather go to the gym. I mean, that's my whole mo. More natural. Right? It just, I, I, I feel like, uh, and, and I've told this to Seth and uh, D. DNA, the, the gym I go to, I feel like I'm normal. Shout out to I, Seth over there at DNA, oh, man. We're gonna get him on the show too. That's man. great, man. You should. He's he's, awesome. he's dope, man. Like all uh, the way around. But when I when I'm there, I feel normal. You know, I feel like I'm a normal human being when I'm there. So I like being in that space. Right. And it's got a good atmosphere, and so I'd rather put take you in a, a good mental place. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather take a trip to the gym than than sit outside and smoke a smoke a joint. Right. So, so not, not, no, and no aspersion against somebody who wants to smoke a joint. I really don't. It right. doesn't bother me. But you said, you said for the pain, it helps. So right. if you're out there in those Spartan races, they kick your ass, you know what I mean? And, and, and you got <laughs> yeah, to right. smoke Stop a little. along the way. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <you gotta> <laughs> <smoke>. <laughs> Halfway through the race. Do you, do you prefer the uh, flour? You prefer vaping, the <laughs> oh, oils? Yeah. What oh, do you prefer? Uh, here, I'm a, I'm a pro on this stuff now. Let's see. <laughs> I, I like the vaping just because it's easier. It's easier. Yeah, it's, I don't Cleaner. Do it, you don't have to deal with the flour. Right, exactly. I'm find my bong somewhere. <laughs> uh, are you a, a a sativa indica type of guy? Like the upper or downer? Depends on the time of day, right? Depends on the time. There yeah. you go. Right. There you go, man. Yeah. So he, he, now the weed, obviously, the marijuana doesn't really do too much for you. You say you like rather go to the gym. You're attacking it more. You know, you have a more of a more natural strategy. Uh-huh. Uh, to attack it uh what's your diet like like what are you eating like are you eating breakfast lunch and dinner are you doing a, a late breakfast a, a, yeah. a dinner like are you eating so i'm trying this 16 8 uh diet but i haven't been very successful on that what so, is you, 16, 8? so you you fast for 16 it's intermittent fasting so you fast for 16 hours and you eat and then for eight hours you can eat you know pretty much anything you want right the How's issue that? i'm having with that is by the time that 16 hours is over i'm ready to just eat my arm off you know? <laughs> I'm, ready to, I'm ready to go to mcdonald's you know? <laughs> anything yeah so anything. i i think i'm gonna go off of that and just go back to my regular diet which is all food all you know, food it's it's very very few uh very very few supplements and and no unnatural stuff at all no sugar i don't do i don't do sugar 
I try to keep the carbs low. So but I do a- do meat. I mean, I'm not a vegan. So sorry, Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am. You know what I mean. I am. Oh, sorry, vegan, sorry. But but it, but it's all right. I did it for uh, uh, you know uh, health issues. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I was having bad migraines and headaches, and that's something that we're going to talk about uh, with Jonas when we put him. You know, get him on the show. Great. Um, and we're going to get into that. But um, I found it to be useful to, uh, for me. And and like we said everybody's different. Everybody's mm-hmm. body's different. Everybody mm-hmm. reacts different to certain things. Some people can eat meat their whole lives and and not have any uh, issues, you know what I mean? Um, that wasn't the case for me. Yeah. What does a normal, typical day consist of uh, starting with your meals, you know, with breakfast, for, for example? Um, so it's, it's kind of boring. Five eggs in the morning. Five eggs in the morning. Uh, right. Uh, a couple pieces of toast off to the gym. At 11 o'clock, uh, half a cup of oatmeal and uh, two more eggs. So you eat a half a carton of eggs every day. Yeah, man, I am. <laughs> Sorry to the chickens out there; they got to keep moving. <laughs> so you don't. So you're not. You're not into the whole let me diet different to try to attack the disease because there. I mean, you know, I have cleaned up my diet over the years. I mean, I, I definitely have cleaned up the diet from from having any any sugar and that kind of stuff. Right. But I haven't gone to the vegan portion i haven't gone to the the non-meat because there's a lot of nutritionists that argue that and they'll say look you know uh, what i mean stop eating meat yeah. it'll mm-hmm. help with the disease yeah. and so forth and so on yeah. you know what i mean I mean, it gets deep in yeah. there you know, i'm sure like, we'll get some comments on the right, side which will be fine that'll yeah, be great they're talking about you know your you know uh acid versus alkaline uh-huh. diet and whatnot you know yeah. what i mean so some people will say that um cutting out the meat would be beneficial for mm-hmm. your disease but you're not there yet you don't, you i'm don't not want i'm not there yet but we'll, we'll see maybe that's where i end up you know i, I don't know i'm just i'm I spent the last few years trying to figure out what exercise regime works for me best. Right. Now that I think I've got that, maybe the next thing is to figure out whether vegan makes sense for me. Yeah, so you're a very open-minded person. You, you'll always try something. Uh, oh, I'm not going to close uh, Right, I'm not going to close my mind to it. I, right. I, I probably need to do a little more research, actually, to find out whether it would work for me. Right, I think uh, I feel a little bit safer with, uh, going the vegan route than that uh, whole uh, <laughs> waves in the brain and all that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, no, I'll probably do all of it. You know? <laughs> do all whatever, of it. Whatever works. The hell with it. Well, uh, are you, John, at this point in your life, 60 years old, five years dealing with uh, Parkinson's, what do you fear? What is your biggest fear right now? Do are you scared of anything? Um. Yeah. The, I mean, the unknown. You know. I mean, what 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 worries me the most is what's coming. You know what I mean? What 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 do I look like in five years? What do I look like in ten? And look at Ali, right? He had right. Parkinson's, right? The man was a specimen. You know, he was a, a physical specimen who could. It was a hell of a boxer. And look what he looked, you know, look at, look at the end of his life, you know, look, he can barely move, right? So that, that, that bothers me. That, that, that kind of stuff I, worries me every day. Right. You know, what, so I, I want to live my life every day. And, but that know. pushes you, doesn't it? I mean, that motivates you right there. Like it, knowing it that that could be you one day right. and it makes right. you go harder. Like right. my question is, why isn't Michael J. Fox working out the way you're working out, right? Why isn't, uh, why wasn't Ali and there was, or are they Maybe behind they the were door? And Maybe we don't, we don't know. know. You we know don't what know. I mean? Like, right, yeah. but I see these uh, individuals and it's it's sad. You yeah. know what I mean? And they're, they're, yeah. those are people that you look up to as a right. child, and you right. see them uh, go from being your hero to being, uh, you yeah. know, sort of paralyzed. You yeah. know what I mean? You know? But I, I think it's just a natural progression of the disease. I think at some point it, it, it I'm afraid it's like a wave. At some point, it's going to overtake me. It's just going to, it's just going to wash over me. 
right. at some point and I'm going to, and I'm going to lose the battle. I mean, I, I really, I, I, I think that's going to happen. You know, I, I don't, I'm trying to be realistic, right? I'm right. Not, I don't want to, I'm not going to say I'm never going to give up and I'm, and I'm never going to give up, but at some point I think it's going to, it's just going to take its toll because I think that's what it does. It's nefarious. You know what I mean? It's, right. It, it's 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 gonna win, but right. I'm I'm gonna go down fighting. But you're ready for it, though. I mean, you right. you said it. You said it that that this is just another battle for you. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, damn right. Bring um, it on. And you and you're taking these battles on one by one, mm -hmm. and and whatever life throws at you, you you're gonna um you're gonna see it head on. You know right. what I mean? And that's the type of person that you know you've always seen to me, and we've had yeah. some dope conversations, man. I mean. Uh, we we could talk for hours and hours, yeah. me and you. You know, when you're at the parlor, well, and you. you've told me some great stories, man. Um, do you feel like these diseases that we are dealing with every single day? You know, you 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 look at cancer at an all time high. Cancer uh -huh. wasn't around. You know, my great grandma was was growing right. up. Right, we didn't we yeah. didn't hear about that. Um, do you feel like some of these diseases are man made? Do you feel like they're coming up with stuff in the lab and they're releasing it onto us? You know, pharmaceutical companies so they can make a bunch of money yeah. off of us, or you know what I mean? Just maybe they experimented and it got wrong. It went wrong, and, yeah. and now there's a disease out there that they can't control. Do you feel like some of these are man made, or are they Boy, are I, they something that's com that comes naturally? That's kind of out of my realm. Yeah. I, it's out of my realm. I really don't. I, I think a lot of these are, are results of what we've done to the environment, mm. you know, maybe not in a lab, but you know, the fact that we shove all these toxins into the air every day, you know, we, we pollute the groundwater. I mean, my mom, uh, never smoked and she died of cancer two, two years ago. Wow. And we, we believe it's because of the drinking water at Camp Lejeune. So, um, same camp, same place. So, you know, so those kind of things, I think, naturally are going to increase because i think we're just damaging the earth wow you know? and that's very interesting i agree with you on that i agree that uh we are damaging the earth and we are damaging ourselves but i feel like uh we're damaging our foods and and, and other things that uh you know we, we we you know you know you're talking about products and soaps and and all that good stuff you know what i mean i just feel like all right. that has an effect yeah you know, we're not caring you know what i mean so yeah. Uh, that's very interesting, John. Sixty years old, uh, Spartan champion, uh, bicyclist. Mm. Like you, you're doing it all, man. Oh, thanks, I'm, man. I'm very, very, very impressed by you. It's an honor to have you on this show. It's a pleasure to call you my friend. I hope that this uh, motivates and inspires people uh, that are dealing with Parkinson's, or maybe people that are not familiar with the actual disease, the disease to do a little bit more research. But I also wanted to motivate people. I wanted you on the show because you're you're self-driven. And mm -hmm. I think, um, uh, you know, unlike you, I'm a little bit more savage. I just, I, you know, it pisses me off when I see people that are undriven. Uh, it pisses me off yeah. when I see people that come up with excuses. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know you're you're super chill and you love everybody. I do too. But, you know what I mean? I, I, yeah. I get a little pissed off and a little irritated when I when I see these people, you know, laying uh, on the couch, stuffing their face with potato chips. But yet these are the same people complaining, looking at themselves in the mirror, saying, uh -huh. I want to be here. Why haven't I met my goal? And here you are every single day attacking your goal. And your goal is to live to live longer, yeah. to live better, to live healthier, uh, to do more with your life than just sit around. That, John, I salute. Um, I congratulate you. I, I'm, I'm always rooting for you. I'm always in your corner. I'm, you. I'm happy to call you my friend. Um, but I hope that the listeners that are out there, that this 
really uh, touches them and that it can motivate them and maybe they can cut some of their excuses out and mm-hmm. think about you next time yeah. when they're too lazy to get off the couch and go do those exercises and accomplish those goals. That way they can look how they want to look. They can feel the way they want to feel. We're not going to be here forever. We only got mm-hmm. one vessel. This is the one vessel that we got on the short journey called uh, life and we should take care of it as much as possible. You, my friend, have a... Um, vessel that has that the nervous system has been tampered with and you mm. continue to take care of yourself uh just amazing 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 oh, story you. amazing motivation man i hope you guys really get something out of this john cullen follow him again cullen underscore one on instagram man my gosh thank you so much my friend for thank being you, on the show Appreciate this is the boom box real topics real people real conversations like i said we want to motivate you we want to inspire you and we wanted you to look at life from a different perspective, the stories of the individuals that we will be having on this show. John Cullen, my friend, wow. 94.9 The City, you already know what it is, man. It's the boom, baby.